Welcome to the Leatherbrains Fantasy Football Microcast, brought to you by Prime Society Luxury Leather Bags, Backpacks, and Accessories. Use promo code LBZ20 at primesociety.com to get 20% off your order today. Now, let's get to our Week 10 Must Starts. Number 1, Russell Wilson versus the Buffalo Bills. Now, at the end of the day, fantasy football is just gambling. We're not psychic, we can't predict the future, so the only thing left for us to do is to make the best educated guess possible based on reasonable analysis. However you may feel about Russ's performance since moving to Denver, the analytics are screaming at us to put him in our starting lineups this week. Wilson has strung together a few decent games in a row, allowing him to reach a respectable 17.3 points per game on average. More importantly though, he'll be facing off against a makeshift Bills defense that looks like it's been glued together like a note from a serial killer. Buffalo is missing a metric ton of starters, and they've given up at least 20 points to the last three quarterbacks that they've played, including Mac Jones and Baker Mayfield. This could end up being a breakout offensive game for the Broncos. Don't miss out and start Russell Wilson. Number two, Tony Pollard versus the New York Giants. Now, Pollard has been a massive disappointment so far, especially considering several notable analysts had him ranked as the RB1 overall in the preseason. He's found the end zone on just two occasions on the entire year and is currently outside of fantasy RB1 status. Yikes. Pollard managers are hoping for a glimmer of sunlight this week as the Cowboys take on what may be the worst team in the NFL, and I'm buying into the optimism. After all, those two scores that Tony had came against this very team. And given the Giants' offensive woes, the game script should result in a massive workload for the Dallas RB. Expect Pollard to see 20-plus carries and find the end zone in a much-needed big performance. Number 3. Tyler Algier versus the Arizona Cardinals Arthur Smith is ruining Bijan Robinson. He's limiting the rookie's workload and seemingly refuses to give him any touches in the red zone. While this may make some managers cry themselves to sleep at night, those who secured Algier are eager to take advantage of the opportunity, and they should be. The Cardinals are the third worst defense in the NFL against the run, and they've given up a score to an opposing halfback at least once in each of their last four games. When the Falcons inevitably find themselves in scoring position, expect Algier to be the one toting the rock over the goal line maybe more than once. Until Arthur Smith comes to his senses, Tyler Algier is the back to own in Atlanta. Number four, Taysom Hill versus the Minnesota Vikings. Over the last month, Taysom Hill is the number two overall fantasy tight end. Though many will be surprised to hear this, I actually find myself more surprised by Taysom's lack of consistency as a fantasy asset over his career. After all, he is the only fantasy tight end who's used as a passer, receiver, and running back. He has more opportunities to make an impact than anyone else at the position, and it's finally starting to show. Not to mention, Hill's on-field success correlates directly to the win percentage of the Saints. Since 2020, the Saints are 11-2 in games when Hill sees five or more carries. That means when he's heavily involved in the game script, New Orleans is nearly 25% more likely to win the game. That's a stat that this team cannot ignore. Expect Taysom's hot streak to continue in this Week 10 matchup against a Vikings defense that is below average at defending opposing tight ends. And number five, Jahan Dotson versus the Seattle Seahawks. Now, Dotson's lack of production to start the season has been incredibly frustrating. 
Nearly all metrics from his playing time in 2022 suggested that he'd carve out a massive role in this offense this season. Yet, he currently finds himself as just wide receiver 44 on the year, averaging a measly 9.8 PPR points per game. Over the last two weeks, however, Jahan has begun to make his presence known, logging 24.8 and 16.9 points respectively, and finishing as a top 10 wideout in each. While some analysts may attribute this spike to the absence of Curtis Samuel, who is slated to return in Week 10, I tend to believe the Commanders and Eric Bieniemy are beginning to finally realize the talent that Dotson brings to the table. This is a prove-it week for Jahan Dotson, and I'm betting that he makes a statement in this one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Leatherbrains Fantasy Football Microcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and check us out on your favorite podcast app to hear our full-length episodes each and every week. Good luck in your next matchup, Brainiacs.